Hey, welcome to episode six of the Rare Hearts podcast. I'm here with Esme. Say hi. Hello. We're going to do a little quick recap today on my little skate journey. Uh-huh. And we're also going to dive into our music journey. Oh, yeah. Music. Ooh. Music is really what brought us together. So it's kind of a it's a big subject for us. I feel like if you've been listening, we've, we've talked a lot about stuff we've done or stuff we're doing, but we haven't talked a lot about our history. And music has a lot to do with it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a concert. Oh, yeah. It's probably, it was all because of me. Shut up. All right, we'll get, we'll get to all of that after this. All right. So, another week into the quarantine. It's been like same old, same old, kind of. Except I, I feel like this week what's really changed is at least for myself um, a bit a bit more we're being a bit more open to like doing curbside pickup and like going to stores and stuff. <laughs> I was super paranoid about doing anything like up to this point, but now it seems I don't want to say it seems safer, but I guess it people normal. yeah it yeah normal. it's it not scary normal. yeah it, it everybody's t- like. Uh, Everybody's aware of the precautions, despite all the protests and people who are, who are who are like over it or whatever, want to go back to work. Um, it's uh, it's it's normal and it's um, not as scary. Everybody's taking precautions. I like, feel safe. Yeah, it does feel but safe. I'm still aware. Oh, definitely. What I'm doing, still have a mask in my pocket at all times. Mm-hmm. So. I know. We so we went to Best Buy a couple of days ago. I, I needed to get a couple of things, and uh, you know, <laughs> they 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 told me to put my mask on. You know, like I don't wear it oh, driving, yeah. and they're like, okay, put your mask on, and then drive. You know, drive up to the to the curb, and grab your items. You know, so every, they're being pretty strict. You know, but they have a good system. Yeah, they do. Yeah, like I really yeah, like the do. system. It's nice. I like. <laughs> I hate. I hate shopping. Down. Huh. I like that I don't have to get down. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, I love it. I definitely don't miss, like, shopping. It's nice going and walking around and, like, doing something. But when I want to go, when I'm, like, looking for something at Best Buy and I have too much pride to ask the people where it's at because I I just don't want to ask and I don't want them to try to sell me stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm just standing there like a dumbass just looking, looking, and I can't find it. Here, just order online, and they just drop it into your car. Like, they're like, we're out of stock, so you don't even have to go to the store and find out for yourself. Yeah, it's already paid for. It's already paid for. Just go and grab it and go and leave. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we actually, we we got our own takeout for the first time in the quarant during quarantine. Oh. Your parent, your like we we yeah we 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 went to Wingstop. That was our first. So was our first time. Wingstop is my favorite place to go. Um, we've had like Little Caesars and and other fast food, but like your parents or your brother, or somebody else brought it mm-hmm. or got it delivered or something. But you and me hadn't postmated, door dashed anything up to this point. We were just going to the market and cooking for ourselves this whole time. Yeah. So we decided to finally just but break it and go to Wingstop. Sometimes it's too hot. I don't want to go to the kitchen. So that was kind of nice yesterday. Not cooking. Yeah. 
I don't mind. I, I really like cooking. I get tired. I get tired of cleaning. Cleaning does suck, especially when nobody helps. I know. <laughs> I'm so mad. Hmm. Anyways. So, I've been cleaning a lot. Uh-huh. I've disposed. I'm quarantine cleaning still. So, I put some stuff away. I found a lot of pictures again. Um, we have an art wall now. Mm-hmm. We've been painting through quarantine, so we made an art wall. So that's fun. Yeah, kind of like redecorated the room. All of it we, looks less cluttered. Yeah, the room looks good. Um, yeah. like we had paintings up like on all the walls, but Esme yeah. like organized them up like on our on the same wall where our TV is. So it's like every like your eye is just drawn to that wall. It's like mm-hmm. all the all the paintings and this nice collage of of like pictures of us um surrounding our TV mm-hmm. with all you know like a little shelf of movies and stuff. It, it it looks it looks really nice. Yeah. Just the rest of the walls are kind of bare now. That's fine though. Yeah. It, like it's not too cluttered, we're yeah. Not, we're grown adults now. Yeah, for sure. We need to declutter. Yeah. We have the the room looks good. I know that's what I'm saying. Like we don't need to have everything on the wall. Yeah, I, I one of my things <laughs> I got you. So this is like oh back in the day. I got you to take down your uh, your Interpol poster. What was it? Which other one did you have up? The Strokes. The Strokes. Was it the Strokes? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Strokes, you I had them up for the longest, and I was just like, down. you know what? You, you got to take those down. You know. And you did. I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying it's that's part of it, you know, like. But I took them down. I know. That sucks. Oh. I took posters down. But we had the Joyce Manor up. You need to take that down. It's still up. We you put it. Take it down. It's that is different. What is it? Different? There's a there's a big differences between those two. Why? Because the Interpol and the Strokes poster, those are like the high school type posters, where it's like the full size like movie size poster. Manor's high school. We go to their shows. I'm talking. I'm not talking about the bands. Like you could listen to the music whenever. I'm talking about the style of poster. Uh It's like you know, like the Joyce Manor poster is not like a full size poster. It's like a it's like a a tabloid size um, paper, and it's autographed by the lead singer of the band, and it's a cute image. It's not huge. It's not those high school style (laughs) posters on your wall. Those were gifts. My posters were gifts. I want to post them up. <laughs> so now you want to put them back up just because I, I said something. You. <laughs> oh my god, they're still there. I could my see Interpol it right hiding. now. I gave the strokes to my brother. No, I, I could see the Interpol. It's like it's behind you. I, I, I'm saying it's a good thing that you took them down, but it, it it's like along the same lines as like we're we're grown adults. Those aren't the type of things we need to have on our walls anymore. You know. But the cartoon poster is okay. That one's fine. That one's good. It's framed too. It's like in a nice frame. My posters were framed. Why are you Why are you taking this so personally about the Interpol because poster? You're attacking my band. I know you don't like them. I okay. It has nothing to do with them. I like the Strokes. Yeah. It, it has nothing to do with the band, but it it, it was just the, those style of posters. Like I had those posters on my wall, like in middle school. I had Blink big ass Blink One Eighty Two posters. I had like three or four up on my wall. And I, I got rid of those a long time ago. I'm not shaming you. <laughs> it's fine. Well, we have our own house. They're going back up. No, they're not. Yes, they are. 
I do not want that Interpol poster you up see? on our wall. Why? Because it's a, it's a, it's not. Do you enjoy him? I don't like Interpol. I don't like their music. Hmm. If you had like a, if you had a cool like, if you had a cool poster by them, like an artsy poster signed by them or something, like yeah, put it up. That Joyce Manor one is super cool. But if that's your favorite band, so of course you're gonna say that. It, but it's also The Simpsons. It's in the style of a Simpsons, uh, like a Simpsons reference, and it's a show we went together on Valentine's Day, and like I said earlier, it's autographed by the lead singer. Mm-hmm. It has sentimental value. This has sentimental value. Oh yeah, who gave you that Interpol poster? Melissa. Oh yeah. Yeah, she did. How? Like when? In high school. In high school. <laughs> <laughs> in high school. It was a gift. And I got to see them. Okay. So you can't say that I didn't see them. I did see them. That's fine. You're, you're t- uh, all right. Let's move on from this poster business. So <laughs> I hate that. I hate that Interpol poster. They look like vampires. You don't know them. The Strokes poster was cool, at least. You still asked me to take it down. I know, cause they were just big. They're just too big. If we had like wide open space, you know, like people have movie posters on their walls, uh-huh. like that would be cool, you know. But not not in here. I guess now on that wall would be fine. But that art wall we have now looks way better than the Interpol. Well, Interpol's been gone for like a year now. Yeah, over over a year. Yeah. I'm angry. <laughs> Why are you so mad? Discriminating my music. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so when did you get into Interpol? In when high school? I met the Strokes. When I met them. When you met the Strokes? Yep. Just kidding. When I discovered the Strokes. Okay. They were hand in hand. They were in their prime when the Strokes were in their prime. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you were in like middle school or high school or? High school. No, high school. Okay. This is when I, I listened. Okay. When I was in high school, I went, I started into rock. Alternative rock. I was like, Oh, I don't listen to hip hop. That didn't think that was. My mentality was if I listen to rock, that's all I listen to. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you stick to one genre, that's your genre. Yeah, of course. So I only stick to rock. But I wasn't into the scene. Like, I don't know, Pierce. What is it? Pierce the Veal? Veil? Pierce the Veil? And like. I wasn't into Paramore. I wasn't into that area. Uh huh. Mine was like alternative rock, like the Strokes, Interpol. Who else? I don't know who else. The Yeah Yeah Yeahs, the White Stripes. I was in that area. Uh huh. And then I started getting into Programa. Then I was like, Oh, Fizzlar, Theater Pangea, Bleached. You know. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. So I started forgetting about the strokes, and then I found the Was that colors. like, like, what about like years, like grades, like when, like when did you got start getting into like the strokes and stuff? Like when, when did all that happen? Freshman year. Freshman year. Yeah, and then I transitioned to Barama. For Burger Records. Yeah, to Burger Records, and then I went to my my second concert, which is Burgerama. My first concert was Julian Casablancas when he was doing his solo show, mm-hmm. and the Growlers opened up for them. That, and that was, you had to, like, that was, like, 2000. That was my senior year. 
This was like 2009, oh, okay. 2010. This was my birthday. Okay. Yeah, because I was going to high school with my friend, and we have the same birthday. Because mm-hmm. it was all around the same day. Mine's November 9th. His was November 13th. Mm-hmm. So it was around the same week. And then Julian was coming out with his album, because the Strokes were in hiatus for a very long time. And then the, then Julian decided to go solo. Because everybody else went solo on their own. And Julian was kind of the last into getting into the scene of being a solo artist. Uh-huh. So I started listening to him. Phrases for the Young was, their fir- was his first album. And I was kind of disappointed. I mean, I'm, I liked it. I did like it. But I was like, okay, are they ever going to get back together? Had you, had you heard his music before you saw him live solo? Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. Phrases for the Young was the first album. That was okay. his only first album. Was that? Oh, okay. This was when River of Break Lights was out. Uh, what about other movie was it? This is another song you like from him, right? Julian Casablanca? Yeah. I don't think I like any of his solo music. No? I don't even know it. Oh, shoot. Yeah, you're confusing me with somebody else. No, you... Or maybe you played it for me and I liked it, but I don't remember. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, the concert that I went to, he was promoting his only album. He only did one album? I think so, yes. Really? Yeah. He did his only, he did his first album by himself. That was just solo, not The Voids, Julian Casablanca. The Voids was like three years ago. Oh, okay, that's what I was, that's what I was getting mixed up. No, Uh, no, no. So this is just him, so Julian Casablanca. Okay. for the young, and then a couple years later, he came out. With the other, with the Strokes came back, and then they did their album. And then after that, he, they, they went on hiatus again, and then they came out. Julian came out with the Voids. Okay. So it was Julian Casablanca and the Voids. Because I saw, we saw them together, the Julian yeah. Casablanca and the Void with and the Voids at like, Bergarama or Beachcroft or something. It was Beachcroft. Okay. And then from there. Julian Casablanca dropped his name, and now it's just The Voids. So now it's just The Voids? The Voids. Okay, but The Strokes released, like, a new record recently. Oh, right? yeah. You, you listened to it a lot. What? You were listening to it, or just one of the songs a yes, lot. Yes, um, I did listen to it. Is it good? Is the whole album out? The whole album, yes. The whole okay. album is great. It is? Mm-hmm. There's one particular song that I really like, which is Eternal Summer. Okay. That's like a six-minute song. That song is so... It's great for skating. Oh, okay. It makes you feel so good. That's cool. That's cool. Just jamming out. <laughs> um, on a loop. <laughs> there's like no... Imp- there's no ending. If you put it on a loop, it's like the song never ended. Oh, oh yeah. I, I, I felt that when you <laughs> when you would listen to it in the shower. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, how many times is she listening to the song? <laughs> or like, how long is this song? Yeah. Like, oh, I, I played like five times. Yeah. But each time it was like five and a half minutes. Um, so, so what what did you listen to before you got into rock music? Like, what did you listen to, like, Shakira. in middle school? Shakira. NSYNC. NSYNC. J-Lo. Uh, Sean Paul. Okay. Sierra. My goodies. Like, how would you listen to them? Like, just on the radio, like, with your family? Or did you have, like, a CD player or how? Mm, I would listen to them on the radio, but it was obviously their... Their, what is it called? Their single. Yeah. And then I would buy the CD. Okay. So I bought CDs. And they broke. 
So I don't know where they're at. I think the only one that I have right now is this ghost. That's the only one I have. Isn't it Machu Picchu? Is that the name of that one? Or is that the song? That's a song. It's, um... Angles. Angles, Angles yeah. is the one. Angles is the album that I have from The Strokes. I still had the Chantal, the Goody, Total... What is it? Now? Music? Now that's what I call music? Yeah. You used I to listen to those? those? Yeah. <laughs> See, this goes back to my point from our earlier episode that I don't think we would have been friends in high school. Why? <laughs> I would have made... Oh, middle school. I still would have made fun of you. Shut up. You like Paramore. <laughs> I, like, I like Paramore after high school. Uh-huh. So what's wrong with Paramore? Paramore? What's wrong with Interpol? Nothing's wrong with Interpol. I just don't like them. Well, I don't like I don't hate. Th- I don't hate them, but I don't... I just don't like... I don't enjoy listening to them. Mm. I might now. Maybe. You know... You've played them, and I don't like, I'm like, oh, turn it, change this song, you know? I can, okay, I can get into, okay. So, I'll play them now. I'll show you. <laughs> that's fine. I, I don't mind. Um, They're great. So, I saw them, Mission Accomplished. I saw The Strokes, Mission Accomplished. What else did I see? It's a Morrissey. Check that out. This was on FYF. You didn't go with me. No, I didn't. No. Was I not invited? Oh, no, you wanted I to just... buy a ticket and they were sold out. Oh, okay. You remember? I don't remember. It was before we were dating. Was it? Mm-hmm. No. I remember you have a hat and you had a picture where you were cute. Where you looked cute. You were in that hat. That FIF. Yeah, that was the first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before they canceled it forever. So you said The Strokes was your second concert. What was your first concert? Julian. Oh, Julian was Julian. That was your Bur- very Bur- first concert. Burger Burgerama was my first oh, okay, concert. Okay, okay. Dang, so no concerts before that. Mm-hmm. Huh. I saw The Airborne. Did I see The Airborne at Sick Event? I did. I seen. This was before what we watch now. Just talk, just talk, yeah, talk about concerts you've been to before you met me. That's what I'm saying. Julian Casablanca's, the Airborne Toxic Event, um, Burgerama, which I saw a couple bands. What else? FYF. I mostly went to festivals. Like, smaller. Not that. I mean, I've never gone to Coachella, and I, I don't think I'll ever will. It's too expensive. Yeah, and I have no interest in going to Coachella. Bands, most of the people that I would want to see never really perform. Yeah, and if you do like some, there's some bands that I like that have played at Coachella, but I'm not gonna pay like hundreds of dollars and travel all the okay, way over there. You can see them for like here's a fun thirty bucks. Fact. Anybody who plays at Coachella already playing gigs yeah. around the area. Yeah, especially so where we live, have, like yeah. in Southern California, like every band yeah. comes here. So if you can't <laughs> Look at their personal pages. I'm sure they're playing a smaller venue. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, sure there's there's like Coachella is like an experience and it's fun and shit, but it just doesn't seem worth it. I think it doesn't it's seem worth very fun. It if you want to see those big artists, 
You know what I mean? I think it's worth it if you're like a music junkie and you're just going to be like plan your route and see all these artists at the same time, you know, and you like drugs and stuff and you're just like, oh shit, this is awesome, you know? Mm -hmm. But like, you know, I... I'll like, like three bands that'll you, that are there. People who go to Coachella are people who most I want to say most who are seeing all these big artists at the same time. Yeah, you like Beyonce. I mean? like Beyonce. Yeah, exactly. You have Beyonce, Lady Gaga. You know, all in different stages. For you to do that and just pay this much money, yes, that's worth it. Okay. You know what I mean? But if you mostly like, oh my God, the the band that I want to see, you know what I mean? It's like uh, the little it's font like, at the bottom like of, the, the day, of the post. the smallest stage in the area, yeah. far away from the big stages. Yeah. You can easily find them at a venue, a smaller venue. Like Coachella should take place somewhere that's like not in California. <laughs> you know, give people like a chance to see all these artists and stuff. Because they all people play here. here. That's true. People travel people to see it, to, to go. Las, people want to like... Las Vegas is not that far. Okay. Like two hours away. You could do that. Disneyland's already here. People want to come to Los Angeles. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like people I mean, it, yeah, no, definitely. Here. No, I, I understand. It's very successful. And it's summertime every time. And they do it twice now. Yeah. And like they do two weekends. It's too, It's like yeah. too big now, you know? Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I just have no interest in going. And it actually would bug me when people would, I don't know. Never mind. I don't want to oh, get to that. I would only go... If I want tickets. I wouldn't go. I would. At, at this point, it just seems like a it seems like a headache, and it seems like I would just be tired the whole time. You can't hang anymore. I can't hang anymore. You can't hang anymore. Not, a, not at something like that. I'd have to have, like, a hotel room I could go and, and take a nap. You're old, man. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. You're old. You wouldn't even go. There's no bands you like. There's a couple, but like I said, they're they're all small bands. James you know? is a punk band. He's a punk boy. He's an old punk. There's a lot of bands I like that play, but it's not worth going over there just to see them because I've seen them already. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of bands I've I love that I haven't seen yet. You know, there's a, like there's a handful of like mm -hmm. big bands I would like to see that I haven't gotten chance. But they're all getting old. <laughs> like I like I you know, like a mainstream band, like I haven't like I would love to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers, you know? Ooh. Like I don't know their whole discography that well or anything, but mm -hmm. I know I love enough of their songs and I, I just would I would just like to have the experience of seeing them perform live. Um But that's really it. <laughs> There's a couple of small bands that I like or like medium ish bands that I like that I want to see now that oh. I've discovered. Like Pup. Mm -hmm. I really want to see Pup. I really wish I would have uh, known about them before because I could have seen them with bands I, I like, like, <laughs> you know, like bands I already like. Um, I really like Remo Drive, you know, like mm -hmm. I want to see both of those bands. So when they come back around to L.A. after all this Corona mess is over, I want to go see those guys mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. But um, I guess I'll talk about my history now. Um, so I remember... I remember the very first like piece of music I owned. What? Um, for Christmas one year, I forget how old I was, probably like six or seven. I got a I got a Walkman, you know. This is this was mid nineties, like nineteen ninety six, nineteen ninety seven. I got a Walkman, 
like a, 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 a I know, but a, a cassette player, you know, a Sony Walkman, a, cass- a portable cassette player, you know, uh-huh. and with it, I got a cassette of the, the, the single of Gangsta's Paradise by Coolio. Oh my God. That was the very first piece of music I've ever, I ever owned. We always start off with hip hop. Yeah. I mean, my, okay, my family, my family always grew up, my family grew up listening to cool music, you know. Like on my mom's side, my aunts and my uncles, they all liked Sublime. They all liked kind of punk, like reggae music, you know. Mm-hmm. They all listened to that kind of stuff. And my grandpa, who's from Mexico, you know, he didn't, he didn't like, we didn't, with him, when he would play music, he wouldn't play like all the, the normal Mexican music, like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, we do. Rancheros and all that stuff, you know? Cumbia. Cumbia. Like, he he did not like... He did not... I'm sure maybe he liked it. Yeah, he did not play any of that stuff, though. He loved American, like, like, uh, um, Motown, like, all the slow jams, all the Art LeBeau songs. That's what we grew up listening to. We didn't. We listened to Vicente Fernandez. Yeah, my grandpa never played... Maybe rarely, maybe a track here and there, but it was... Like, my memories are all of... Of the slow jams. So at all of our parties, it was always that. But whenever I was like with my family, you know, or like my aunts and uncles, like I said, it was punk music, it was K-Rock music, you know. Um, and, you know, my mom was always cool with me listening to whatever. So, you know, I, I was just kind of exposed to that type of music like my whole life. And then even on my dad's side, like my dad, my dad loved listening to like jazz and he loved listening to classic rock. So that's where I got all like, the like the doors led zeppelin like like all all the classic rock band influence that i have is all from my dad's side yeah excuse me so okay first first piece of music i ever got was gangsta's paradise right um i just i, I guess i love that song and i remember like staying home yeah yeah not not all of them i'm not gonna rap for you <laughs> but um um i remember being little and like you know elementary school age maybe early middle school age up until like fifth grade maybe uh just staying you know being home during summertime and i would just be watching mtv all day because that you know mtv would just be playing music videos all day it would just be a non-stop loop of music videos so i was exposed to you know like puff daddy and like (laughs) you know what i mean like all these Huh? J Lo. J Lo, like I don't know about J Lo. Are they? Uh, no, J Lo's dating Alex Rodriguez. No, but back in the day, at the time, did J Lo were a thing. Oh, okay. I I don't I don't know about that. I mean, I believe you, but whatever. Um, I was exposed to all those uh, music videos. Like the hip hop ones are the ones that stood out to me from that time. Mm-hmm. You know, like being that young. But I wouldn't say I was like into it. Those are the songs that just kind of stuck. Cause I guess I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um. But the first, the, my first real love of music came from, from Blink-182 when I was like nine. When I was nine, like nine, ten years old, is when um, Enema of the, their, their, like their biggest album, like their, their breakthrough album, Enema, Enema of the State, came out in 1999. And I was like nine, ten, like I said. And they, like I heard those songs, and it was just, that was it <laughs> for me. I was just like, man, what is this? Like, holy, holy shit, I love this, you know. And then I was just hooked immediately. Like that, 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 like Blink One Eighty Two just grabbed me and like never let go. Well, um, 
so I, I became obsessed with Blink-182, and, you know, they weren't, like, a secret. They were huge, you know, that album was big. Um, and then, you know, uh, that's when I started, that's when I really started, um, like, listening to K-Rock on my own all the time, putting it on, like, when my mom was driving, I would just put it on K-Rock. She would, she would even get mad, be like, I want to listen to what I want to listen to, and she would put her stuff. Then after a while, like, a couple songs, she's like, all right, you can put it on K-Rock, <laughs> you know, and I would be able to play K-Rock. Um, uh, Blink-182, yeah, they were huge for me. Um, so, like, that's all what I really listened to throughout middle school age was all the, like, the K-Rock music that was big in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s. So it was, like, them, you know, like, System of a Down, you know, all those big bands. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't super exposed to other stuff other than K-Rock and, like, same with, like, MTV. I would watch MTV and, like, TRL and stuff. Oh, I remember MTV. I yeah. used to watch the Beach Balls Purple Pill all the time. Oh, the video? Uh-huh. It was on and on and on and on. Yeah. Um, Hills. I don't remember. I, I remember, like, yeah, my obsession was crazy. Like, this was, like, like I would listen to the radio, and my mom bought me, like, a little, um, like, stereo. So I was able to record, you know, I was I would record um, songs off the radio on the, you know, with the cassette. <laughs> uh, make my own like mixtapes from off of radio play and stuff um but at the same time she would um she would buy me cds you know i remember like having blink cds i got like no doubt you know like sublime stuff like that um that's what informed my early music tastes mm-hmm. but what changed for me was like towards the end of middle school like before i got like maybe seventh or eighth grade um, my aunt, she was in the army, so she wasn't home. So I was kind of going through her stuff, <laughs> you know, like I was in a room and I found, I found a bunch of CDs and I, and one stood out to me and it was a descendant CD. It was descendants. Everything sucks. And, and the cover is a simple cover. You know, you could look it up. It's just a little cartoon character reading a book that says everything sucks, you know, and I was like, Oh, this looks cool. You know? And I played it. And then I was just like, oh, my God. Like, that was the, then it was like the same thing with Blink-182, you know. I was like, holy shit, I love this, you know. Um, so then that's kind of what got me into punk, you know, like like real punk, you know. Blink-182, people call that like punk, whatever. That was like very, you know, just mainstream pop, pop, pop punk. The earlier stuff could is, is really good, too, you know. Like, mm-hmm. uh, would be more punk than what was on uh, <laughs> Enema of the State, but whatever. Uh, but Descendants, because I got into Descendants, um, you know, I got their other records and stuff. And then that's what that's what really made me get into punk music. Mm. Um, so, yeah. By the, tattoos. Oh, yeah. I My very first tattoo when I was 19 is a Descendants logo on my left leg. Actually, one of the things that I thought was so refreshing was I found out after I got into Descendants is that Blink-182, they all were, like, super inspired by Descendants, you know? Yeah, and I was like, holy shit, you know? So that's kind of, like, something I've I've always done since because I realized, like... So when I first got into Blink, like, backtrack, like, Blink-182 was was popular, and then that's, that, like... um that caused bands like newfound glory to become breakthrough hits, you know, mm-hmm. uh, breakthrough artists. And I was like, okay, this is kind of like blink 182. So I, I guess I'll listen to it. 
and I didn't really like it, you know, but I listened to it because it felt like it was in the same lane, you know, but I, this is what I'm saying, like, you pick a genre, yeah, and you have to be in that genre, yeah, I just didn't, you don't, I just like, yeah, like, I didn't know what else to listen to, and I was like, I kind of don't like this song, (laughs) you know, like, I don't like these songs, but Mm -hmm. whatever, like, I'll listen to it, yeah, like, so I used to like Fall Out Boy, I uh-huh. have their album. But I couldn't get into that scene. Yeah. I couldn't. I tried to listen to the other bands. I couldn't. Like, I was like, okay, this is it. This is Fall Out Boy. I'm done. Yeah. It's hard. So, so you know, like, I had Newfound Glory CD or whatever. Um, and then I, like, because of that, like, I, they were on Drive Through Records. So I got, like, a Drive Through Records compilation CD. And, man, it was terrible. Like, it was just... Just, you know, for me, a big thing with music, with artists is the voices, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, the melodies and, and the just the singer's voice that'll catch me, you know, and they're just all super high pitch. And I was just like, man, I just I just didn't like it. You know, that's what makes me not like Newfound Glory, you know, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but OK, what I, my, my point is that in, I always I still do this now that instead of instead of getting into music that that kind of sounds similar or is kind of categorized or grouped similarly to bands that I know I like, Mm -hmm. I try to find out what the bands I like listen to, what inspired them, you know? Huh? Really? Yeah, that. And I'm like, okay, because then you can, you, I feel like that that's a better way to go about finding more music that you like, Mm -hmm. find out what the bands you love, like, and then you, you know, you're exposed to all kinds of weird stuff or different things, you know? Mm So then I was like, oh, you know, that, that I learned that lesson when I found out that Blink loved Descendants, you know, mm-hmm. like there's e- even some, co- they, they would cover some Descendants songs and stuff. Travis Barker has Descendants tattoos, you know, or a Descendants mm-hmm. tattoo. Um, yeah, like, yeah, I still do that now. And I find, I stumble upon some bands and artists that I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, when, when I, and by the time I got to high school, you know, nothing too obscure when I got into high school. It was all just the classic punk bands. You know, just like, just the, you know, Black Flag, Germs, you know, all of the L.A. hardcore bands. Just, that was all I got into, you know. Mm-hmm. That's all I was listening to. Um, by that time, I was able to download music <laughs> on, like, Napster. And I was, like, torrent savvy and stuff. Yeah, yeah so I, I could... um I was downloading music like I had an iPod. Uh, I was still my mom would still get me CDs and stuff, and then I would just put them on my iPod. But um, it was mostly it was mostly just punk music. Do you still listen to that? I do. All your your iPod songs. There's a lot of there's a lot of crossover. There's definitely a lot of crossover. Mm-hmm. That's not all I listen to. I know, but I'm saying like, do you still stick? You you go to your basics. Like yeah, basics. I have my basics. Bad Religion, Blink One Eighty Two, Black Flag. They're they're all on my Spotify still. Mm-hmm. You know. That's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. they're your go to still. Yeah. Mhm. Um, but, I, there's a lot to my music history. There's a lot. There's a lot more to it. Um. I don't want to go on too long, but um. Like, I, the thing that sucked about getting into punk music for me was that 
I used it too closely to my identity, and that was in high school. Mm-hmm. So, like, I totally identified with it, and, like, I didn't, I, I really closed off to anything else, mm-hmm. you know, anything that I may have liked. I even stopped listening to Blink-182 at that point. You know, I was just Cause like, because they, they were too mainstream, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they even they even broke up when I was in high school, too. Yeah. They, they, they broke up the first time when I was in high school, so they weren't even around, <laughs> you know? So, you know, they, they were kind of non-existent. I think they, re, they, they came back when, after I was out of high school, yeah. Um, so, you know, they, they were kind of a non-factor for me in high school, but I never really listened to their self-titled album, which now is like, I love those songs, <laughs> you know, like now. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I didn't because I was like, I was getting into like real punk, you know what I mean? And it was probably because the people I hung out with or all the punks that I knew would just make fun of Blink-182. Mm. You know, like it was like poser punk, you know, like dumb shit. Um, but I mean, I still, still even within the, like the, 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 the genre of punk, which is very like broad, you know, there's tons of sub genres. I still like kind of tried to stay true to stuff I really liked. Yeah. Like I never liked like the street punk, like stuff like that. Um, I, I always kind of stuck with sort of the, the angsty, um, older stuff, you know, there wasn't a lot of current bands in high school that I liked other than like local bands and stuff. It was mostly stuff from the past. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then within high school too, like I always listened to punk, but I, I, I expanded into like metal too, mm-hmm. but I never, I never listened to anything else <laughs> like other than punk and metal. Like that was it. That's all I could listen to, you know? Like I had a variety. I mean, I do feel like I made it, but I like some songs. Like what? Like I would listen to reggaeton, pop. Uh huh. But my my main one was rock. So like you, I was always like, I only like rock. I identify to alternative rock, but I would secretly listen to other music. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Because I was like, oh, my friends aren't listening to this, so I'm not going to say anything. But now I feel like everybody likes what they like. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Yeah. I think think a lot of that has to do with access. Yeah. Like, if I had Spotify in high school or in middle school, I think I would have been totally different. Yeah, I love my playlist for you. And then that's how I get introduced with other songs and other artists, which Mm -hmm. I love. I love when Spotify recommends me things. If I don't like something, you know, skip. Yeah. Like, so simple. Skip. Mm-hmm. Don't show this again. Or if you do like a song, card it. It'll just come up. Yeah. Keep coming and keep coming. I love that. I, I, I like I it. it. I like it in principle. It just doesn't work for me. <laughs> it works for me. Because I'm so picky. But I just let it play. Yeah. You just gotta let it play. I don't. If I know immediately, I know if I if I hate a song, like ten seconds, you're like, all right, I'm over it. I hate. Yeah. If there's something, yeah, I can tell right away if I don't like something. Oh no, I let it play. Cause once I'm skipping, I just stay skipping. Yeah. So you know? yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a good song. I should let that play, but I'm skipping. It's too late. Yeah. I think with me, like that's why I love I. We're skipping over a lot of history here, but we we can get more into it. I think this is a big this is a big topic, especially for me. There's a lot I haven't touched on, but mm-hmm. like we'll fast. Have a part two. Huh? Well, yeah, we'll definitely touch we'll on this a, again. We'll have a part two in the music we both like. Oh yeah, we, we have know? a long music history together. We do. 
Uh, but I guess let me just finish with this point, um, and then we could wrap it up. I guess. Or we will. We'll. We'll do a little quick overview. Yeah, I'll um, I'll, I'll make one more point, and then we can talk about your skating, and then we'll be good. Um, um, I what one of the reasons I've always liked punk and what informs like my music tastes, like for just just songs that I could always jam out to and stuff that I just love is just like the quickness, you know, like kind of upbeat, catchy songs, which is why I really like like pop punk music and why I love Joyce Manor because their songs are like always catchy and there's no fat on any of their songs. It's like everything that's in the song is meant to be there and it serves a purpose and there's nothing extra. There's like nothing extra in a Joyce Manor song, which is why their records are like always so short. Like they're like their whole albums are like twenty minutes, you know, and like when you see their show, they they play they could play like a million songs, you know they it's 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 pretty awesome. But I think they're like the perfect band for like my tastes for the what I've accumulated my accumulative taste for like my whole life is Joyce Manor. They're like the my perfect band, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about skating. We went outside. We've been skating. Y'all, you've been skating a lot I've more been outside. outside. Like on the street outside. I'm so mad though. I wish I had smooth streets. I mean, that's why that's why you got these uh, new wheels. Yeah, I know. But there's so many potholes. Like I just want to I caught your ass today. I want to glide. I want to make distance. Yeah. I need to build endurance, stamina, distance. You know? So, but it's mostly, I haven't been focused on, focusing on tricks a lot. I want to build endurance. I don't last long. You get tired very I quickly. I get tired so easily, and that's what I need. I need endurance. I need a, you know, I need to last long for at least an hour on skates. Uh-huh. 20, half an hour is not. I get so frustrated because I just can't go in circles. And I was like, oh. I just want to go, I want to go straight, far. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just need a, so it was nice. Two days straight we've gone outside and skated out on the street. It was good. People freak out though. What do you mean? Like, there's people watching. Obviously we have a mask in our pocket. And I'm sweating like I'm skating. Of course I'm sweating under my mask, but I have it. So when I see somebody come by, put it on really quick, you know, so they can know, like, I'm being careful, okay? You know, I'm not being selfish. But people, like, walk around me yeah. to avoid me. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it's fun. We're both getting our little workout. Johnny's walking. And I'm skating. Like, 20 minutes. Half an hour. Ours, today was long. Mm-hmm. We walked for a long time, so that was good. So, that's it so far. I'm on day 42 as of today. 42. Did you already talk about your, like, equipment upgrade? Was that after last uh, episode? Yeah, I did. You did? Yeah. When I was saying that I ran out of wheels, that there was no wheels to be found. Mm-hmm. Did I? Why? Okay, so I upgraded to new wheels. I have the energy wheels, with their, which are outdoor wheels. They're like gummy wheels, sort of, I think. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they feel a lot better than my previous wheels that came with the skate. So I, I can tell the difference. I can endure more rubble, more rigid areas, you know, sidewalks, cracked sidewalks, broken sidewalks. They're more, I feel safer. So I'm gliding more. But that's why I want to. I want to, because I can glide more, I want to go fast and I want to go far. Yeah. So I got lucky in finding wheels. A local skate shop came in clutch. So it was fun. Mm hmm. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. All right. I think that'll do it for this episode. We will do another episode where we'll get more into our music history because there's a whole lot to cover. Um, make sure to check out our Instagram at rareheartspod. Uh, you know, uh, like and subscribe, please. Um, that would be very cool. Um, Let us know you're listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let us know what you want to talk about. <laughs> what you want us to talk about. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you for listening.